0: This episode was brought to you by the Thrive Factor Coach Certification offered by Thrifactor School. The certification is a unique, immersive experience into professional coaching and developing proficiency using the Thrifactor Framework and its 12 female-centric self-leadership archetypes. Being a Thrive Factor Coach offers a unique gift of personal transformation your clients will be filled with gratitude for. This is a genuine opportunity to engage in a world-class personal and professional training experience and become part of a community of impact makers as a licensed Thrifad coach. To find out more, email hello at thrifaddeco.com. A huge welcome, everyone. I am so happy to have you here. My name is Shannon Dunn. I'm a long-term business and leadership coach and the host here at She Leads, She Thrives podcast. And today I have one of our very first guests on the show yeah yeah Christina's like yay Uh, I don't know if you'll be the first first episode we'll go live with with a guest but you are definitely in the top few for sure I'm so excited to talk to you today so I've known Christina we were just chatting very briefly before we started recording we met in the online space like I have done with so many incredible women that I follow I admire I learn from I, I share with and do all sorts of things and Chris, I don't even know when it was that we first connected, but it's a little while ago now. Um, And whether I think it was probably Instagram, I saw you and and then connected on Facebook as well. And I've just always been um, so there's so much joy and light in what you share for me I know the the lightness of the colors you use with all the brightness the yellow and the white and everything definitely appeals to me the art therapist to me is very much drawn to color but then all of the content that you share it it is so beautifully on brand with all of the visuals and the imagery as well And watching your travels because you are in Europe so I'll get I'll ask you to share a little bit more about where you are in a moment but Before we um, get into the asking some juicy questions, let me just share your bio. So, Christina is a money mindset mentor, helping visionary, heart centered women entrepreneurs own their power and grow their wisdom or grow their wealth from a space of ease, alignment, to soul and inspiration. She's a mentor behind some of the top coaches and mentors changing the world right now. Definitely, I've seen evidence of that. And she has been teaching hundreds of students to grow soul aligned businesses inside her courses every year. So previously, Christina used to be a corporate communications executive working with some of the biggest European and global brands. So an official welcome to you, beautiful woman. Tell us a little bit about about you and where are you
1: joining me from today? Thank you so much. I am so pleasantly surprised that i am one of your first guests that is an an honor so thank you so much for that um a few words about myself so i am based in portugal because you you mentioned that i'm living in europe i'm based in portugal and i am from romania so i'm coming from the other side of europe and i love traveling I love traveling not only in Europe but all over the world. It's no. you think one my thinking- biggest passion. If
0: someone follows you on Instagram even for a moment, they'll be able to tell how much you love
1: travel. <laughs> yes, it's. I think that for me, it's all about bringing aliveness into our lives. And one of the things that is bringing aliveness in my life is traveling. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm trying to do it as much as possible it was not really that easy <laughs> over the last years but now that we are again free to move around we are finding back the the pleasure of doing it so yeah <laughs> I
0: love it love it um and there's certainly parts of me being in Australia that's envious that you literally have all of Europe on your doorstep so easy for you to get to where it's a such a big deal for us to get on a plane and actually go across the other side of the world. That's not going to stop me. I've got lots of plans coming up again to get back on traveling. But what I'd love to know now, before we talk more about how you ended up in the space of money was how did you end up in coaching and mentoring? Like how did this, you know, and end up in your business and how long have you been doing what you've been doing in the context of your business?
1: Right. So it's a bit of a story there. I think as in everyone's case, in the sense that it's it's a it's a path that chose me. Mm-hmm. That's what I I, I like to, to to express it like because it all started with me being a corporate person. Mm-hmm. So I, I had been working for a long, long time in the corporate world, and there was this kind of lack of satisfaction. that was starting to get bigger bigger. (laughs) completely resonate (laughs) I know that many persons uh, resonate with this with this trajectory but I didn't know what could I do I just knew that I wanted to do something that helped the world which was kind of naive (laughs) in that moment Uh, yeah we all start somewhere right we're inspirational and visionary (laughs) exactly i i knew that i was working in a bank at that time and so i had this a moment of revelation thinking what do i actually do in my life i'm helping people sell money basically a <laughs> the money and is is that helping me feel good not really so what could i do in order to help people actually to re- be a real help and there was no real answer at that moment but because of a personal part in my life i started um really looking into healing and healing therapies it was for someone that is very very dear to me and i started being very very drawn towards this healer path and then i realized i want to be a healer but then there was this human in me saying but you are a corporate person so how would on earth you transform yourself into a healer it was that you know the dialogue with the ego and the ego little little knew at that time what was going to happen and i was very resistant i couldn't see any way of going and actually pursuing that passion and at one point i fell in love <laughs> and my my now husband was not living in the same country as as I was living. So we had to make a choice and we sat together and we decided that I moved to Portugal and here I am. Just that when I moved to Portugal, I had to basically cut myself from everything that I knew before, from all that I thought I was before, from all my identity, Oh, everything that was propelling the old way of being, the old life and the old identity. And that was obviously very fortunate, <laughs> but at the same time, it was not easy at all. It was oh, a period
0: so of deep identity. Yeah, identity, having spent a lot of my professional background studying counselling, you know, psychology, therapy. The piece of identity is so under, uh, I guess, acknowledged, but that that's a huge shift. I
1: knew I was this you know person who had created significant success right for any standard of the human world here in our society so I, I I was this person I was a mother I was I was a mother no I was not a mother I was a daughter I was a sister I was a friend to many people I was you know uh all these, I was wearing all these hats, and suddenly I found myself not having any of them, not, mm-hmm. you know, in the current life. Oh so I felt like I really, looking back, I had to lose myself completely in, in order to discover a new me, to create a new me, or to let the new me emerge mm-hmm. from those ashes. And I arrived in this country at that moment. Portugal was, as many other countries in Europe, uh, still in um, economic crisis. Okay. And there, this place where I am living is not even the capital city. So I tried. There was a part in me that tried to go back to the corporate world, trying to you know find ways it of doing again it's what we know. So there's a oh, in
0: there, even though there's a discomfort, there's still a comfort exactly it's
1: a comfort in the in the hurtful known Mm. because at least you know it
0: yeah
1: and well that was obviously not the path for me anymore as much as my mind and my ego and all the human parts in me try try to go back to the known and then I had to make a decision and the decision was well if there is no corporate job for me then I have to invent something for myself and then I chose finally this path, but I, it's not, I don't feel it's a story of a courage. Like I had the courage and from the very beginning, I knew exactly what I wanted. It was, <laughs> it was literally like, you know, kicking, kicking the butt, <laughs> move some steps, kicking the butt, move some steps. And that's how I, I, I found my path. And I started this business without identifying myself with being an entrepreneur. I, okay. I I, couldn't think of myself as being an entrepreneur. I could look at myself as being a healer, a coach, a mindset coach. In the meanwhile, I, I made all this, I, I went through all these schools. I put myself through all these studies. So, I could see myself because that was where my passion was in coaching, in helping people, in helping them transform, heal, move forward, elevate. But I couldn't find myself thinking of me or feeling myself as an entrepreneur. So, then there was the other part of the challenge because I thought, well, I am a coach, I am a healer. Now, where are the people that I am here to help? And there was no one. I know, I know. I
0: think there's such that that belief that so many of us have I think when we find ourselves in business that well we'll just start sharing or we'll we'll put ourselves out there or we'll go and do a course and learn something and they will come and they don't necessarily or they take a lot longer than we think or probably sometimes need them to whether that's need from our ego or from a financial situation or yeah so many different things contributing so so how did you come to then know like I guess build that relationship with yourself then as an entrepreneur and a woman who is able to, to, you know, connect with her ideal clients. And, you know, I I see you, as I said before, there's a great magnetism in uh, connecting with your content and just a genuineness in who you are. And we don't always see that in the online space. But I feel like when I, you know, when I look at your feed, whether it's Instagram or coming through to Facebook, which are the two main places where I see and I'm on your, you know, I get you your emails as well. There's like I feel like I know you through what you share and that's not always like that with a lot of the content that we can have access
1: to, to engage with in the online space. Sheldon, I'm so happy that you you feel like that because for me it was really a journey. Mm -hmm. I feel that in the beginning it's very easy to move and connect with people one-to-one. And this is what I'm seeing in most of my clients that are in the beginning of their businesses. It's very easy to connect one-to-one and to transform people's lives and to see them how they are touched by this work that we are so passionate about. But then we, we fail in bringing that to many. Yeah, Because in the end, what I notice, this online expression of ourselves is a very accurate reflection of our inner ones. Fortunately, or unfortunately for our ego, fortunately for our healing, because then we get to start healing. For me, this journey of becoming an online entrepreneur, becoming this coach, has been the most transformative journey of my entire life because I had to take a step back many, many times and think, okay, what needs to be healed? What needs to be up-leveled here? What needs to be revisited?
0: It's such a
1: gift, (laughs) isn't it, when you can be in that
0: space, I often talk about being curious, you know, and and being able to sort of step back or or to take a, a look from a different angle and just go, what is going on here, or what is the opportunity here? What is the gift here? What is the wisdom? What is the bit I don't like? You know why? Maybe um, mm-hmm. such a, a gift, though, if we can give ourselves that sometimes permission, or give ourselves the gift of being able to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I will. I would like to make here a, a, a note: taking a step back and looking at what is the gift in here is not. It is. It's not. The same with trying to fix, Mm. because fixing comes from a place of neediness, from a place of almost, you know, anxiety, there is something wrong, there is something broken, what can I do in order to fix it? And people think that, you know, elevation and growth comes from fixing, but it's quite the opposite. Fixing keeps us in the energy and frequency of this is broken, I am broken, ultimately reinforces it doesn't it over and over again exactly it's just reinforcing the same kind of frequency in our systems while taking a step back and seeing okay how is this helping me elevate what do I get to see and integrate right now what do I get to see and see differently in this moment how do I get to elevate through this experience whatever the experience would be it's a exactly the opposite kind of frequency and I feel that a lot of confusion comes from mixing these two frequencies and thinking that they are the same yeah yeah for a long time yeah for a long time because you asked me how I got into the mindset uh, and money mindset coaching the first year of my business I made almost no money I was I was charging very very small fees i could see amazing impressive transformation in the people that i got to work with one to one but i was absolutely unable in bringing that into words into expression so that more people understand the the kind of work that i'm inviting them for And I was always in the, what can I fix? What is wrong? How should I be doing this, you know, different way that is, you know, kind of repairing what I'm doing now. And I feel that that cost me one full year of my life.
0: That makes sense to me, Christine. I, I, Have no doubt, having had conversations like you have with hundreds of others in business over a long time now, that so many people will resonate with that. In that being in that space either at the beginning or in other parts of their business journey uh, or experience, where they come to a point of what's wrong? What am I doing wrong? What do I need to fix or change? And you're and that, as you said, that's not the the space to go into. Yeah. So a then year. It's not helpful. I think a year is quite fast, to be honest, compared to some stories I've heard. Yeah.
1: Mm, yeah, because I feel also it's a society programming, a collective consciousness programming thing. We we have developed this critical brain. Mm, yeah. In us, right? We are so quick to criticize others, and most of all ourselves.
0: Yeah, we criticize. How- we judge. We make. Unfair decisions about what we think is truth.
1: It's just a fact. And we think that criticism and self-criticism, like you know, wiping, (laughs) weeping ourselves up, or uh, you know, beating ourselves up, is actually helping. Like I should be more disciplined. I should be you know tougher on myself. And actually, this is not really helpful it's not it's a i feel it's a distortion in our collective consciousness that thinks that criticism repairing you know kicking someone's says in order for them to get you know to straighten <laughs> to straighten up is actually working i believe that this is something that we should all look into more and talk about more mm-hmm. because the real path to elevation to growth is through looking for opportunities looking for lessons looking that, so coming from an, a place of of elevation we always get we always get back the kind of reality that is generated based of the ideas that are generated from a certain frequency so if the frequency is one of i'm broken then we will get ideas that are in line with i'm broken that will create a, a reality that reflects that back to us and it's a loop yeah it's a loop if we are generating ideas from this is an opportunity of growth how can i best use it then we are gonna get a reality that will be reflecting that back to us this is a growth opportunity yeah. we are growing up with that
0: it makes me think christina of two words um contraction and then expansion you know so right. that, you know the contraction is that space of the the stagnation the judgment the criticism the broken the the scarcity and the expansion is as you said it's that space of opportunity and growth and optimism and intrigue and curiosity there's you know, such yeah. different spaces to feel
1: and to understand and to live and this doesn't even mean that the circumstances at one different points might not be very similar. Yeah. Like we have the same circumstances, but the way those circumstances develop into something else is always based on how we choose to look at them. Mm. And it's the the way I am explaining this many times is like we are a director. We are a director of our own reality. And the director can get the same setup and put some different lights and different angles and shoot from different kind of, you know, angles basically, Mm -hmm. and it has then a comedy or it has a drama or it has a thriller or it has a completely different, you know, kind Mm of genre. It's exactly the same with us. The the setup is the same sometimes, but what we are developing out, out of it is based on the kind of lights we we choose to put, the kind of meanings, the kind of angles that we are looking at things from. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always a choice. It's always a choice. the fre- frequency that we'll be generating the next reality from.
0: So how did you then go from that shift of that first year where you found yourself mm-hmm. in that different space and then things changed by the sound of it and you're on the trajectory to where you are now?
1: Well, I think that there was a book that I discovered at that moment. It was Tapping Into Wealth, I think it was called. It was a a book about EFT. I love EFT. Yes. And it literally transformed my life in the sense that it made me realize that all the mindset thing that I, I was teaching people I was helping people with actually had everything to do with business also so it was not only for changing other people's lives but it was for changing my financial life also okay. that was not a separate thing and I think that that was also the moment when I integrated the entrepreneur part in into my identity also. And I realized, you know what, this financial part, this business part needs as much as attention as the passion part of coaching and working with people. And I started actively working on my money mindset. Mm -hmm. So not just mindset in general, abundance mindset, you know, it was money mindset. And I started being obsessed, yeah, very focused. I started getting obsessed with it and as I was because I wanted a solution for myself like how can I grow through this what what is else out there that I can integrate what is you know the 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 gift in this as we were saying and I started really really going deep into the money mindset work and it started working for me and as I it started working for me I started teaching it and it started working for my clients and then before you know it, I was this person that was to, to whom people were coming for money mindset. Before it was like really mindset healing, but for some reason I started to become the money mindset mentor. I and that. I kind of I kind of walked with that head and identity because I knew that this is what appeals to people, but at the same time, once the people were in i i was i i had the opportunity to do all the work with them which is in the end first transforming who they are their confidence their perception about themselves their self-identity and obviously also all the conditioning around the money but doing all, all the holistic work and seeing the amazing results so, yeah, <laughs> that's how I ended up on the money mindset Mentor.
0: I love the, the stories about how we get to where we are. And and I think it's going to be a, I don't think I know, it's going to be a big part of, of having guests on the She Leads, She Thrives podcast is actually finding out more about how you all got to do what you do um, and where we go from where we were in the past and the different versions along the way to end up where we are now. And I know with my last podcast, I did have some guests come back after a period of time, particularly if I had, you know, stayed in contact with them, which I love to do and seen some transformation or shift in my, I want to know what happened. Like, let's get you back on. So we'll see, Christina, what happens and whether or not we get you back as as you continue to evolve, because that's the reality. We are always evolving. And when we're in that space, as you said, of being in that growth and that opportunity kind of mindset and existence, we are always evolving. We, we It's hard to be stagnant and stuck and have the scarcity, you know, rise up and stick because it just doesn't have space for that anymore. And so that's so fun. So what's your favourite way of supporting a client when they've got a money mindset challenge of some kind? Yeah, you know, like kind of what, whether it's where you start or when someone's really stuck somewhere, what, what's kind of your go-to as a coach to, you know, support them? give us an idea of that
1: so my clients at this moment are mostly falling in into three categories there are people who have had big big success in their business and they could not really hold it yeah. and they dropped the ball and then they started making stories around dropping the ball and then they are right now in a dip which has nothing to do from where they were coming, but at the same time, everything to do right <laughs> with the perception of that place. Then I have people who had success who, who've had significant success, but they they feel like they are they are at the ceiling. It's like whatever they are doing, doing all the things that yeah. before were working, they could not cannot, you know, crush through that ceiling. It's like it's It's a a coasting line that they cannot really uh, get away from. And that is the second category. And then the third category are the people who are zigzagging. As I say, they are going up and down, up and down. And that is, um, yeah, it's, it's another profile which comes with completely different you know programs in the background, but these are the main three categories of people that I am I am working with, and based on where they are coming from and what's been happening in their in their business, and obviously it has direct connection with what is happening in their subconscious. We start the work <laughs> in a very very tailored way. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So
0: that's one of the most important things I think. No matter what kind of business we're in, you and I are both in the coaching mentoring space, but anyone listening to us, if you are working with people in a service capacity, knowing where those or more about those people, our people, our clients, and where they're at, so we can tailor how we work with them and how we support them, is such a, a significant part of the transformation. And I I found that over the years, having been in coaching for so long the the trends of there being what I call prescriptive coaching, where it's a coaching program, which is probably more an education program really, but positioned as a coaching program, and it says you have to do this step, and then you have to do this step, and it doesn't matter where you are in your life, in your you know your lived experience and your learned experience, you know where you're at in your business or your career or whatever, these are the things you have to do in that order because that's what everybody has to do. And I I can't stand it. Um, So I love that you were talking about, it's more of a meet you where you're at, understanding your people and meeting them where they're at so we can truly support them to support themselves and to learn all of the things that they can do with our guidance to create whatever transformation. And like you said, with your three types of clients to shift beyond those things that are keeping them where they don't want to be. Exactly.
1: I, I believe that when we are speaking about coaching, so not not um, courses or self-study, you know, materials, but when it's about real coaching, there are not no real, you know, one-size-fits-all. Yeah. Even within these big right. categories, each person is individual. So if it is coaching, then obviously we know we can you. You and I and all the other people who've been in this coaching world for some years now, we kind of, you know, listen to someone and we kind of already know where they are coming from, what needs to be shifted. It's like almost um, automatic (laughs) download that is happening. And
0: that's what comes, yeah, from our from our experience and our expertise.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's an experience and the fact that we are all unique, but our experiences and what we are going through are not really that unique but what i feel is that while we have all this wisdom and experience that still needs to be tailored for each case in the case of coaching because in the end the integration the preferences the way of you know taking in knowledge and transformation is different from one person to the other that's why i also do not really believe in, in the recipes Yeah,
0: agreed. Yes, the prescriptive coaching, the recipe coaching, all of those kind of things. I just think it's it's so missing an opportunity to really, you know, so many of us, we want to belong, but we also want to be recognised for our uniqueness. And when we try and put everybody in the same package or the same box or the same container or whatever language we want to use, we're stripping away the uniqueness and the, the, you know, the magic that comes in being able to, be and and the person that we are and have someone see us for the things about us the 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 thing or the things about us that make us who we are not that make us like everybody else so yeah so interesting isn't it I love it I love it um I would love to know now I'm going to ask some questions of every one of our guests to to kind of draw back into also the topic of she leads she thrives which is really around self-leadership and you know how do we really thrive in the world doing what we're doing and you know the majority of the guests I'm going to have on the show will definitely be women entrepreneurs so women in business so it'd be interesting to see how many of them like you took a while to come to that embodying their entrepreneur side we'll see as we go along but I'd love to know Christina what role does leadership play in your life in business what, what sorry role, yeah what role or what purpose does leadership play in your life in business
1: well, I believe that we as coaches, as mentors especially, we are leaders of the persons that are coming in our containers. We we are supposed to lead them through their journey of transformation, but we cannot lead anyone <laughs> if we cannot lead ourselves first. So. From that perspective, leadership for me is the foundation of becoming a mentor. More than becoming a coach, becoming a mentor requires you to be a leader of yourself. That's it, (laughs) period.
0: I'm on the same page with that one with you, definitely. So the next question I'd love to know is how do you know when you're thriving? Like what you specifically, how do you know? I I have a feeling some of the travel you do might be part of that, but how
1: else do you know when you're really thriving? Maybe it's not exactly the answer that you, you might be expecting. I feel that travel, and I had this realization during the pandemic, during the pandemic, in the beginning, as travel was taken away from us, yes. I felt like a, almost like a lion <laughs> in the nice. in the cage, right? I felt trapped, and then I realized if I'm feeling trapped like this, it means that I am as powerful as my circumstances. I am as powerful as the freedom that someone else is giving to me. So then I really started a um, introspection journey. And uh, this journey brought me the realization that actually thriving means being okay with who you are and where you are, no matter the circumstances. beautiful. No matter the travel, no matter the results, no matter how many applauses you get, you know, claps from other people. Thriving means that state of inner beauty no matter where you are. Mm, I, love that. I
0: love that. Yeah, and I when I ask that question, I'm definitely not going to have a, a um, preconceived idea about what the answer will be because I love getting surprised, but I was just with, with knowing how much you love travel, I wonder whether that might be featured in there
1: somehow. But it brings so so much joy. It lights me up. So the, the feeling there is like, you know, like a bulb is <laughs> turned on. That's the feeling of of um going and just being out there traveling open open road (laughs) out in the world
0: i love it that's so cool so before we wrap up where can everyone who's listening who hopefully has gone i want to know more about this christina woman and all of her amazing work where can people find you and i just will say we will put the links that you and your team share with us into our show notes but just so
1: anyone who's listening um where's the best place so Probably the easiest to remember as being expressed now verbally is my website, which is christinabold.com. and then I am very active on my Instagram, as you mentioned, wow. on my Facebook. So there are uh, now we started also um, getting more active on Pinterest. I'm very curious and excited to explore that uh, that channel. Yeah. So this right. would be the. We'll sure. yes, yes.
0: If, I, if I can just say to everyone if you you know just put in Christina and Christina's spelt without the h like a lot of western countries would spell it c-r-i-s-t-i-n-a um you will find her she's there she's got lots of content uh but at the same time anyone who's following me you'll be able to find because on my instagram shannon underscore the thrive factor I will be putting the episodes when our guests are live and tagging them in as many places as I can so if you are listening in and you can't find christina just reach out to myself and team through our factor and we will make sure that we can connect you with her um and just to wrap up for today before i do a kind of a final thank you to everyone who's listening and to you for being here christina what's kind of a final piece of wisdom that you would love to share with anyone who's listening today and is maybe intrigued about what you have shared
1: your story and what you do <sighs> So one of the biggest realizations that really marked my journey over the past days, and I feel called to share this with you, is that many times we are playing so small because of our fears. We know this, Mm -hmm. but here's a realization that I had. When we stay in fear, our anticipation of fear is so much more painful than actually going and facing the worst case scenario of what might happen if you know the thing hits the fan (laughs) so my realization was if just the mere anticipation is actually much more painful than actually facing what could go wrong which most of the times 90% of the times doesn't even happen then there is so much freedom in in that like there is literally no reason for not going and yeah. playing fallout. Yeah. Not going. It's like uh, I acknowledge the fear, but I also know that just keep keeping myself spinning and looping that fear in and its anticipation is so much worse than what would actually happen. So then I am free. I am free to freaking go. And please call out.
0: What a beautiful way to to end today. It makes me think of the, the real difference between what if. It's the what if I stay contracted or what if I expand so I love that Christina thank you so much for being here I'm so glad that I reached out to you and and said come and chat to me and you enthusiastically said yes let's make it happen so I look forward to sharing this and we will make sure the world knows when you are live on She Leads She Thrives podcast and anyone who is listening to us today thank you for joining us please do reach out and follow Christina and her work. If anything she has even vaguely shared today is of picture interest, I said, I've been following her for some time and, just get such a a light and a joy when I see what you share Uh, the imagery of just looking before there was, you know, pineapples and then there's sunflowers and there's so much beautiful, bright color, everything um, that you, you know, you share, particularly, as I said, Instagram tends to be the first place I see you and then follow up on Facebook. So I love that. So thank you again, Christina. Thank you listeners. Uh, I look forward to being back with a new episode very soon, whether it's a a new guest on She Leads, She Thrives or a solo episode from me. I've got plenty to share as I was saying to someone just yesterday was asking me, why are you doing another podcast? Because I've done them before. I've got a lot to say (laughs) and this is such a great great platform for us to be able to share more of what we've got to say and also I know so many incredible women in the world and I want to give them an opportunity to share, put them in the spotlight like we've done with you today Christina and give you a chance to share you know more about who you are and what you do. So here's to more thriving as far as we can get that rippling out into the world. Have a beautiful day wherever you are, wherever you're listening in. And Christina, I hope I will see you again very soon. Take care, everyone.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for tuning into today's episode. You are so valued and appreciated. Aside from this podcast, my favorite place to hang out online is definitely Instagram. So come and join me, Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. And no, my DMs are always open for genuine questions and connections. For all the latest Thrive Factor goodness, visit thrivefactorco.com forward slash links where you'll find more about thriving in life and business. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show and share it with your friends. Let's amplify thriving the world over.